This is Pink Noise. Welcome. This episode features the album Gratitude from Voice of Saturn. Voice of Saturn being one project among many of Travis Thatcher. Travis is someone I admire for being so deeply and constantly involved with music. Uh, He's a member of several projects. He's recorded and released a lot of music, and he facilitates live music events here in Charlottesville. But in this conversation, we focused on his new release, Gratitude, and his influences and inspiration and how the album came to be. So without further ado, here's my conversation with the voice of Saturn himself, Travis Thatcher. I am Travis Thatcher, and I record as Voice of Saturn, and I'm happy to be on this podcast. So, yeah, the bulk of it was finished between, like, August of 2020 and, I guess, February of 2021. And it was while we were all on lockdown and hanging out. And so I'd work from home, and I was also caring for my dog, which, like, is the kind of records dedicated to. He's on the cover. Um, Winston, uh, we lost him in January at 12 and a half, and uh, he was a really special dog. The timing of all of this actually kind of worked in our favor in a weird way. Like, I don't know how I would have been able to care for him and like be in my office full time. We were with him a lot. Uh, and that was really awesome to, to have that experience um, and be able to help and, and be with him. two years ago nice. so we we're we're doing dog life now so sorry for your loss man Thank you. from one dog owner to yeah we just we got actually a puppy in july oh, really? uh, from the same breeder as winston okay and uh so he's been insane uh, jasper <laughs> so that's our current like insanity but he's great this is my wife's fourth old english sheepdog we're just like nerds for them and uh winston was extra special um You know, we found out that at eight or nine years old that he was born with less than half his brain uh, and shouldn't have really lived at all. And, you know, the the long story getting to that point, figuring that out, because you don't just go and get an MRI of your dog's brain very often. Um, But the doctors were like, yeah, this is insane. We've never really seen this before. We've heard about it. And they're like, was he hard to train or have behavioral issues and it's like no exactly the opposite he was so chill and great and so he was kind of like a weird miracle dog um yeah they're just the best they're just good buds that personal bandana record too he was basically like sat outside the studio the whole time when we were making it so a lot of a lot of furry influence in this stuff did you ever notice that he like seemed to like tolerate or enjoy like hearing the sounds (laughs) you were making he, yeah, he's usually okay with the electronic stuff. Um, definitely hates the saxophone, hated the saxophone. Huh. I think it was like a weird, 
I don't know if it couldn't localize the sound, but every time I'd play saxophone, even if he was like downstairs, he'd just like kind of bark at the ground. Oh. It's pretty weird. Um, and uh, yeah, the current little guy, I'm kind of like starting to play records to get him used to some weirder sounds. <laughs> Say something by way of praising the record. Like I've been, <laughs> I've been listening to it. Cool. I really like it. Thank um, you. I kind of like kept turning it on after reading the description that about placing real instruments in the mix with the electronics, and I was like, oh, live drums too. And so I would Very turn on the record. Little tiny bit of live. Well, drums. so that's what I was gonna say. Is like I was, I keep listening to turning on the record with the intention of being like, I kind of want to like. Find go that. find stuff yeah. or yeah. like for the other instruments as well but i keep getting lost in the album which like i think speaks to the quality of the record and it's a really good listen thank you um, yeah i mean like all all like the way i make music tends to just be sort of wall of sound just pile everything up and like kind of create like a sound world and so um i'm not a drummer but i got a set recently just to play around with and so it was kind of fun to like basically record a loop that I wanted and then fix it. <laughs> right. Most of the record I did record onto my, my 3D8, an old Tascam tape mixer combo thing that weighs like as much as a, like a medium-sized child. Um, but it's awesome and it sounds great. Um, but there were things that I wanted to actually, like my drumming, edit <laughs> to fix the timing. Um, but yeah, a lot of like, you know, the saxophone in there is there's tons of like tracking like many, many takes for weird har harmonies and things, which I just, it's just fun to do. Um, the saxophone is my first instrument. I, it's like the only one I can actually claim to really know how to play-ish. Um, grew up playing it, reading music and that sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, a little bit of guitar and bass playing. And um, so a lot, of, a lot of the music is just a result of experimenting with, with different techniques. I wanted to ask if, if this particular segment is your sax layers that you're talking about in Yardlings. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like five tracks of saxophone. I figured. But it's so layered and processed that, I mean, it sounds like a sample because it's like, I don't know, there's something like perfect and like, like straight out of a dub record or something. Right, right. Um, I mean, that's absolutely the, 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 what I think about when I do things like that. And there is lots of like space echo and reverb to, you know, it's sort of like the more better button. You just put that on stuff and it's gonna sound good. What's the more um, better button? <laughs> it's just like a, it, you know, my space echo anything that goes through it just sounds cool <laughs> like um i've had it for like 20 years and it just sounds wonderful and so it's just like you can't you know and you know if there's pitchiness in the horn line it kind of smooths it out and a lot of those are double track too to get that sort of like natural chorusing and wide sound and so so the space echo is like an outboard uh, yeah effects. it's a tape delay um that roland made in the 70s that's probably my favorite piece of gear. 
Yeah, I mean, I was just just uh, the other day talking to a friend about you know uh, Lee Scratch Perry's passing, and like in general, I was always always just a huge like Lee Perry and like King Tubby and like just old dub fan. Mm-hmm. But I've been listening to a ton of it lately, just you know after reading more about his him his life and and getting getting reminded of how much I love that kind of music and that style of production and and yeah I'm not out sit there out trying to make dub records because it's just not going to happen um I'd love to but it's also not right for for me and who I am like you know it's just like I'm not trying to appropriate anything it's but certainly like the techniques that they pioneered is it's everywhere you know, um, in any kind of electronic or rock production or anything, um, and and heavily influenced me in like mixing and use of effects and things like that. Um, and yeah, similarly uh, to craft work and and uh, I mean, I'm a huge uh, in general like fan of the '60s, '70s German experimental music, kind of krautrock, electronic, whatever you want to call it, stuff. Um, and that stuff, I, that is my go-to is like, you know, turning on, putting radioactivity on and just like, I love that record. It's that to me is their goth record. It's like super scary and like sparse and weird. And I think just sounds awesome. Um, like I love pop music as well. Um, you know, if I could be in Duran Duran, I'd be super jazzed. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> Anything that I should have asked you that uh, that I failed to? I don't think so. Oh, I do want to say one thing about CDs. So I, I, I'm fairly certain this is true. I'd have to go back and, and verify. But like, so uh, one of my favorite stories about Merzbau is like at one point he released a record with uh, a Japanese car. I don't know, manufacturer or maybe someone customizing them. But you could buy the Merzbau edition of like whatever Toyota. And it had one of his records in the car you couldn't turn it off and you couldn't change the volume that's what you got (laughs) which if that's true i'm so into that like as a as a statement as an art thing but it's just like great it's like yeah you listen to my music you're gonna just listen to my music the way i want you to it's like hilarious power grab but it's also just like such a cool thing to do mersbow Mersbau, yeah. I don't know that name. He's a Japanese noise artist uh, who's been at it for a very long time. Um, I think he started in the maybe late 70s and just prolific as hell. And I really admire people who, no matter what they, you know, especially with electronic music, people really fetishize gear. Um, Yeah, I love old vintage shit and synthesizers. But it's like, oh, this just sounds like Mersbau. Doesn't sound like somebody with a Game Boy using a Game Boy. It's just like sounds like Mersbau. Whatever gets the job done, you know. Having worked for bands like and worked on big festival stages and big stages, it's like people 
Like they can't tell the difference if you're playing the $4,000 pedal or the like, you know, $500 approximation. It's a personal thing. It's how it makes you feel while you play it. It's about what you can get out of the instruments. I'm a big fan of Autechre, and I'm pretty sure they've been doing everything for the last couple of years in pure data, which is free and will run on almost anything. So there's no excuse to not just sit down and learn it and make really cool music if that's what you want to do. So it's all out there. So that was my conversation with Travis Thatcher of Voice of Saturn. The Voice of Saturn album Gratitude is available for your listening pleasure at voiceofsaturn.bandcamp.com. It has also been issued as a cassette tape through Woodford Howells, and you can purchase a tape through the same link, voiceofsaturn.bandcamp.com. This has been episode 17 of Pink Noise. My name is Jeff Gregerson. I am the producer and editor of the show. If you are a regular listener, thank you very much for coming back. If this is your first time listening, please consider checking out some of the previous episodes. They are all available in your podcast app or at pinknoisepod.com. Feel free to reach out on social media. I'm at Pink Noise Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can send an email to info at pinknoisepod.com with your thoughts, reflections, recommendations for great music, or whatever's on your mind. Thank you for listening, and see you next time. Voice of Saturn.bandcamp.com.